How about now? Nah, I, my mic wasn't set up. Um, there we go. Uh, yeah. So, um, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, there, and I got us demonetized in the first five minutes of the video, so that's good too. Um, all right. So the Sharks win a four nothing game against the Seattle Kraken. Um, yeah, and this is what we're gonna fucking do. Um, I don't know. This show's already fucking off the rails. Um. Yeah, this is this is what happens when uh, you know uh, you leave people unsupervised to do important things like make this appear like it's a professionally run operation. Uh, it's not. It's just a bunch of slapdicks with a YouTube channel, uh, and I like to prove that any uh, opportunity that I get. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the game. Obviously, James Reimer. Big shout out for James Reimer. Martin Jones still sucks. Um, I'm glad I'm here to say that. That's amazing. Um, I don't know what happened because honestly, I didn't remember hitting start stream on the YouTube control thing. But when I started sending, I don't know, it's fucked. It's fucked. <sighs> oh man, I wish like I wish I had a do over here, but but there is no do overs in live YouTube, unfortunately. Um, yeah, let's let's uh let's talk about this game and then uh we can figure out what you guys want to talk about because it's just me and uh, again um obviously a fun game for the sharks i thought the uh I, I thought they played well enough look at the sharks came into this game uh obviously down a couple bodies timo meyer injured is he injured i don't know man i trust nothing absolutely nothing when it comes to like players not being in the lineup for um for, for this time of year, obviously, the trade deadline. Um, you know, so... <laughs> uh, Martin Jones delivering tacos. Yes, he is. Uh, this this is amazing. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't trust anything, obviously. Um, Hurdle being gone for personal reasons. Uh, obviously, whatever is going on with Hurdle, I hope it's nothing too serious. Uh, hopefully, we get him back... Uh, sooner than later but i thought you know what look at the sharks came into this game and i had pretty low expectations for this game um and you know what i'm i'm pleasantly surprised with how this game went and not only that but there was a couple of times where like at least on my stream um the barracuda and sharks were scoring goals at the same time also amazing um yeah uh again like i think it was uh i think all things considered, the Sharks had all the reasons in the world to roll into this game and get rolled over, right? Uh, Seattle's a team that is trying to keep on their playoff spot, right? And I don't think they're in, I don't want to like make it sound like they're in danger of falling out of the playoffs because I don't think that's the case. Like they've, they've got 70 points. Um, they are two points out of first in the Pacific and, you know, they've got five points on, uh, they've sorry they've got two points on Edmonton who is chasing them in the Pacific Division playoffs race and you know and Calgary's a good seven points behind them um so the Sharks had a lot of reasons to come in here and completely lay an egg at home which they've done a lot this season but again you know so I felt really bad coming into this game I felt bad for the people that not only had to watch this show which has been a fucking disaster so far <laughs> but i thought like it was gonna be a solo ian show after a really bad sharks game and 
goddamn, how terrible would that have been? But so far, um, the show's a disaster, but the game was really good, and that is, that is good. When the sharks do good, it's good. I've always said this. Um, obviously, you know, you look at the sharks, uh, let me look at their league standings right now to see how this, um, affects yield race. So, uh, obviously the bear, the, the sharks still, you know, still comfortably sitting in that bottom five. I think Arizona's picked up a few points uh, of late. Um, Vancouver, uh, is starting to concern me a little because I think they might slide behind the sharks and that would be kind of annoying. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I you know, it, it's, it, you know, uh, Tony Katurin chat saying it's instant to look at the post Meyer sharks. If Meyer gets after Meyer gets traded, we don't know if that's going to happen or not yet, but, um, yeah, I look at like <laughs> when they said that hurdle and Meyer were going to be out for this game. Like I was not excited to do this. Like I wasn't excited to watch the game. I wasn't excited <laughs> to do this show. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, what are we going to talk about? But, um, yeah, look at guys, guys, I thought, you know, I thought that the team played well and Martin Jones is still Martin Jones, um, despite being told to the contrary, uh, that, uh, that he's good now. Um, anytime I've watched him, I've, I've never came away with that, uh, impression. Um, I think that sometimes goalies can do, okay, what is Martin Jones's numbers? Let's, let's pick on Martin Jones. It's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Let's do this. Um... Seattle. Give me some stats. Dead air is the best YouTube ever. Uh, I apologize. If you were listening to this on audio, I, I apologize. Um, this is what happens. All right. What is Martin Jones's stats? Martin Jones. Um, I mean, not, not terrible, but not great. I mean, I don't think the goaltending for Seattle has been particularly good this year. And the numbers kind of bear that out. Uh, Philip Grubauer's only got a 900 save percentage and uh, Martin Jones is an eight, nine, two. So, um, but you know, three shadows on season from Martin Jones. Um, Seattle's an interesting team. Cause I think they are definitely like, I think a lot of people are sleeping on them when the season started. Um, but you know, um, but I still think like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this team's going to do in the playoffs because I just don't, I look at this goaltending where I just, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't like it. If I'm, if I'm a Kraken fan, I'm a little bit concerned, although I think the Kraken are playing with house money at this point. Um, they are one of those teams where obviously look at their, I think they've jumped in a little bit ahead of schedule and I think they should just enjoy the hell out of it. Um, yeah, uh, Barracuda are up six to one now uh, on a goal by Tristan Robbins. Nice to see Tristan Robbins get a goal. Um, SG Sports Talk Channel thoughts on Martin Coates debut versus the Kraken. I thought he played well. Um, I like Martin Coates. He's been um, in the games that I've watched him play on the Barracuda. I think he's definitely been a nice add down there. I think uh, him and Chris Scolo have kind of helped. Um, take the weight off of some guys in that forward group for the Barracuda which I think was much needed. Um, I, I've liked Martin Cote so far. I don't know what Martin Cote is as far as like what he's going to be as an NHLer. Um, I know that in his games uh, in Colorado, a lot of people said that he was more um, good on the defensive side of the puck, which, I mean, look at, you, you need that too. I mean, is that what you want to use? I think he was a first round pick. I don't want, I can't remember exactly where he was, picked i think he was picked a few picks before 
uh, Merkley. So, I mean, is that what you want from uh, a guy you've taken in the first round? Probably not. You probably want a little more um, offensive upside. But I think, in, at least in the HL, I've, I've liked his game. I haven't seen enough of his NHL stuff, though, um, to really give like a this is what I think he is. But I thought he handled himself well tonight, got into the lineup. Obviously, they had already called him up because of um, the Timo Meyer situation. And then obviously with Hurdle being out, uh, they had to roll... Um, they rolled Joey McDonald as a forward. Uh, so McDonald to forward is now a thing. Um, yeah, I've really, um, I don't know. Like I've really liked Martin Kaut so far. Um, as, as far as the Barracuda go, I've liked him down there. I've liked, uh, I've liked a lot of the, the Barracuda additions so far. Uh, again, I, I think how Chris has been a much needed shot in the arm down there. Just a good veteran guy that they can count on to take a little bit of the weight off some of the younger guys. But, uh, you know, the younger guys are doing well too. Uh, the Eklund scored two goals to open the scoring for the Barracuda today. Um, so, you know, um, definitely, definitely good stuff happening down there. Um, on the topic of the Barracuda, I'm not even going to try messing with my anything right now because this show's been a disaster. <laughs> um, the, um, look, the show, um, what am I saying? This is this is why it's good to have other people so you can bounce stuff off of when you uh, lose your train of thought. Um, the Barracuda uh, currently, I, as we've said, they are winning. Um, yes, McDonald is the new Brent Burns. Ian confirmed it. It's true. I I, I am I've called it now. McDonald the forward all the time. Um, the Barracuda currently ahead six uh, one against the Abbotsford Canucks. They need all the points they can get right now. They currently are. Two are four points, sorry, behind the Bakersfield Condors, who have um, also been on kind of a run late. Um, but they are, after today's game, um, the Barracuda will have a game in hand again, but the Condors do play tomorrow. Uh, so um, that playoff race is as tight as it gets. Again, the Barracuda hoping to pull within two points of the Condors. Um, that'll be good. Um... Yeah, how many how many wins do you think? Um, how many wins do I think the San Jose Sharks will have by the end of the season? How many do they have now? These are these are the things that I should know before I come on. But you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, stats. What happened? Uh, no standings. What am I doing? The Sharks currently have. Ooh, eighteen wins. Um. If I was going to set, how many games do they have left? Too many. Uh, once again, too many games left. 84 games? Uh, 20? I don't know. Math is not my strong subject. Um, I would set the over-under at... I don't know. If I said... 25, would you take the over or the under? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Help me out, chat. You guys are you guys are going to be the lifeblood of of this show today because uh, otherwise, um, yeah. If if I said twenty five wins, are, who's who's taking the over on that? I don't know if I would. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna get a drink here. Well, my go. You'll go over. I, I Thompson's going over. I like it. I I mean. It's it's funny, right? Because I've I've said this so many times um, on the show, where I said, you know, it's hard because, like, obviously, 
like we know we know the score we know where the sharks are in the standings and obviously the less points the better uh at this point in the season because it's not like they're going to go on some magical run and and win the stanley cup at this point um but it's hard because like I during the games though, like I can't help it. I still I still cheer for the team. I still, you know, get excited when they do good things, even though you know, at, at when we have to do a draft show, which I'm hoping will be really quick this year, so we'll do it really first off the hop and then uh and then we'll we'll get offline. Um Yeah, again. So twenty four games left, twenty two wins. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Yeah, no. uh, here we go. Um, again, I apologize. This is this is more tricky than it seems going uh, by yourself because it's hard. To, you lose track of your thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I a lot of people taking the under on that, and I think um, and I think that's probably the safe bet. But you never know. Um, let me see what we got going on in the chat here. Uh, PJ48 asking Ian, how did the Nashville Predators let Eli Tolvanen go? That's a Man, that's a good question. I wish I had, uh, I wish I had a, a great answer for that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes players just see different things, right? Like, I think when sometimes teams evaluate players differently, like obviously we're all big fans of Barabanov, and you know, obviously the question is, well, how did Toronto let him go? And it it, it depends on what's going on there. I was surprised that they let that Nashville let him go. But, you know, again, sometimes teams evaluate players differently. Sometimes a change of scenery can also do a guy a world of good, right? Like sometimes it's just, it's never going to come together in that situation. And I just, you know, I I wonder how much of it is that they dropped the ball and how much of it is, um, you know, just different line mates, different opportunities in a new place in Seattle. Um, yeah, I mean, look at I, Ricky in the chat and I look at, I get this sentiment too, right? Like, and in the moment, like overall, I understand the sentiment, right? Like he's obviously, he's saying, you know, like I want a top draft pick and I dread watching them win. Um, you know, and then he goes on to say that Anaheim drafting ahead of us again is just absolutely unacceptable. And, and that's like, that is the real thing that would make me concerned as a Sharks fan, right? Is, is if Anaheim wins the draft lottery, um, you're going to have a player, you're going to have both in your division, you're going to have both Connor McDavid and Connor Bedard in your division. Like that is nightmare fuel, especially, uh, you know, obviously the ducks are kind of a mess, but like, there's still pieces there that I really like. And I think they, they obviously look at, they've been at this a little bit. They've been at this for a while too. Um, you know, scooping up the draft picks, but like, man, I, the idea of, uh, you know, enter shark goalie here, staring down Connor Medard and Trevor Zegras is not, um, something that I want to see happen. <laughs> I don't think anyone, um, who watches this team wants to see that happen. So I, I mean, I definitely get the sentiment, right. About like, oh man, they, you know, they won. And now, and now, you know, Anaheim's chances of, of scooping up a, a top pick are increasing. And I, I, I completely get that sentiment. It's just during the game, it's hard though, man, because it's like, I just, I want to enjoy the games, right? And I think that obviously when your team does well, it enhances your enjoyment of the game. I, I can't watch a hockey game and be like, oh no, my team scored. This is the worst. Like, I will never be that guy. 
Um, but I, but I under, but I understand that that sentiment is you know from other, from from other fans. Like I, I totally get that. Um, it's it is what it is, right? So it is what it is. Um, uh, what do we got here? Uh, San Jose isn't going to PJ forty eight. Uh, San Jose isn't going to come within Alberta mile of first or second this season. Um, Reimer needed to win in a shutout uh, after some brutal deflating losses. Yeah, man. Look at I love James Reimer. Uh, I I I am a very unabashed James Reimer loving guy. Um, and again, like. <sighs> you want to see guys you like do well. Like I'm, I'm happy that that Kokkinen has found his game a little bit over this stretch, right? Like you want, you want little positive things to go forward. Obviously James Reimer again, like, you know, is James Reimer going to be a guy who's going to be traded out of here within the next couple of weeks? And I don't know. Um, I, I just don't know. Um, and, you know, so obviously you do want to see, and I just want to see James Reimer do well, man. Like James Reimer has been around for, for a long time. And he's just, he's always a guy that I'm just always going to have a soft spot for whether he's wearing teal or not. Uh, oh yes. Yes. And don't forget Mason McTavish. Yeah. Good call. That's, that's good. Um, and look at, and, and, you know, Chichu train, very important, very important factor, right? Like the sharks could finish fifth and still win the lottery. It is a lottery. Uh, the sharks could finish fifth and you know fifth last rather not fifth overall obviously but they could finish you know in as, as the fifth team of the bottom five and they could still win the lottery it doesn't necessarily mean all is lost um we've seen teams move up before um you know obviously we don't want teams that are behind the sharks to move up and shove them further down that would be awful but um yeah like obviously you you know it, it is still a lottery what did i miss i'm sorry i'm trying to do this as best i can um uh... Uh, SG Sports Channel saying he was at the Sharks versus Buffalo Sabres hockey game on the 18th of February and Micro, yes, and the Sharks lost miserably by a score of 4 2 on home ice. Man, look at and And I understand, like, again, like, people spending their money want to be entertained. Like, I'm happy for the people that were probably, like, if I had tickets for this game, going to this game, I'd be like, oh, man, do I really want to go through all the crap it is to get to the game today when the lineups got. So I'm glad that the people that you know, went to this game, got rewarded with, with actually a decent game, man, because I'm not going to lie. If I had tickets for this one going into it, man, I might be like, and I don't think you're going to have a lot of takers for your tickets if you don't want to use them. But, um, I can't speak to that. Obviously I'm not local, but just from things that I've read on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Um, you can definitely say that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the people that, you know, ended up going to this game that they, they got to see a show because that's the way it should be. Um, Felix in the chat, uh, question for you, Ian, even with Kakanen having better games recently, do you see the Sharks moving on from him and relying more on the goalie pipeline, assuming Rhymes is trade bait? Um, that's tough. I don't, I look at, um, I don't think that the Sharks goal right now should be trying to rush a guy up, right? Um, they seem like they are, um, very happy with um Itu so far, although I do have questions about him in the shootout. Um Yeah, 
Kakanen still has one year left on his deal, and I don't think the Sharks are going to be particularly good. So I think if you trade Reimer or you know you don't bring him back next year, and look at the Sharks could always bring him back next year, although next year is going to have some serious um, logjam again if they if they decided to bring back a James Reimer. Um, it's hard, right? Like, uh, I to me, I would just write out the Kakanen contract and, and pair him with someone. Um, but I don't know if you, if they like Itu Makanyemi enough to, um, bring up him and pair him with, uh, with Kapu Kakanen. I mean, they could move him. I don't think Kakanen is going to have a lot of guys lining up to take him right now. Um, his numbers look, haven't been very good this year. Um, I, he's had a good run of late, but I don't think that's enough to, um, warrant a lot of teams sniffing around there. And again, next year, look at, you've got, um, you've got Ben Gaudreau coming up. You've got, uh, you've got Magnus Corona who should be turning pro as well. He's, uh, he's been nominated for the best goalie award in the NCAA. I don't know what it's called. Apologies. Um, you know, so he's a guy that's going to be, uh, turning pro next year, um, as he's a senior in college this year. So I'm curious to see what the Sharks do. They've, they're going to have a lot of log jam of guys, right? Um, you look at this year, Strauss man is starting to get some more starts with the Barracuda, which I'm happy to finally see, but you know, so he's going to be a guy who's going to be a factor in there. Someone's got to come up, but even then, like, you know, um, again, like what do they do with Aaron Dell? Um, there's a lot of questions in the uh, in the goal for for the Sharks, and I think the goaltending for this team going forward is going to be one of the more fascinating aspects of uh, this team. Um, Jerry F, thank you so much for the super chat. I do appreciate that. Um, again, this is not my strong suit. I don't think. Uh, Doing shows, um, doing shows myself is, is not my strong suit. And I do hope that I am entertaining you. And I hope that you are having fun, um, with the show <laughs> after, after, after a shark's win, which, um, you know, depending on your kink, maybe you don't want to see, um, Yeah, um, looking for <laughs> AJ in the chat. Looking forward to the Sharks rolling the same lineup on Thursday uh, after the Sharks get their sixth win on home ice this season. Look, um, you know, look at hey, don't don't fix what isn't broken. Um, is Timo Meyer still a Shark uh, coming on Thursday? I don't know, man. We'll see. We will see. Uh, Coat and Gregor had a good game. Uh, teacher train. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought Coat had a good name. Um, obviously, Noah Gregor. Uh, hit the post there and we were kind of upset to see that but it was nice to see him get on the score sheet I think he's had um, an interesting year to say the least um, I'm, Noah Gregor's another guy that I wonder if they just um, if they're just gonna let go after the season though um, as we as we look forward to the as we look forward to uh, all the Sharks offseason moves and all the ramifications um There we go. <laughs> Martin Coates said, noted uh, NHL insider Tomas Schertl was the person who broke the news of his trade to San Jose to him. He, 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 called, he called before either GM did. That's amazing. Um, PJ48, I think the Sharks may need to move on from Reimer. Kakanen needs some starts, and the Sharks need to get a little more... Um, 
of a prominent number one performer. Look, I, I don't disagree, right? Like James Reimer, I've always looked at James Reimer as the stopgap guy. Um, but if you don't, if you're not comfortable um, throwing someone to the wolves uh, next season, like again, like if you, another season of James Reimer doesn't particularly offend me either. Um, you know, um, PJ48, uh, what did Philly work on with Jones? What did Seattle work on with him? Didn't see pucks through traffic. Uh, well, his last year in San Jose, he was paralyzed on a couple of long shots. Not tonight. Um, yeah, look at Martin Jones again. Um, I, as much as I like to beat up on Martin Jones, I, the, the fact that his staying power in the league is, is impressive, right? And look, Seattle went into the season with, with Martin Jones forced to be the guy and, you know, again, like we, I, we, I brought up Martin Jones's numbers earlier. Like there's nothing spectacular, but you know, he backstopped the team to a lot of wins and, um, yeah, as much look at, I think I look, I, I, I think Martin Jones is a serviceable backup guy. Um, I think he's a good one B guy. Um, you know, do I ever want him back in teal? No. Um, but I, as much as I like to beat up on Martin Jones, I give him a lot of credit for his, you know, his ability to stick around the league and make decent money doing it too. Um, like whoever, again, I said this on TTG this summer, but man, Martin Jones agent needs to give me a call. I need an agent, um, desperately. Uh, and so if Martin Jones agent wants to get me a call, then, uh, I would super appreciate that. Um, <laughs> there are abandoned dogs that have seen more love than Ian has shown Jones. That's also probably very true. Unfortunately, it is what it is, man. Um, Martin Jones, just, he he made me crazy when he was in Teal. Um, and, and look at, and again, like, the reason that Martin Jones made me annoyed in Teal was because, like, this team was good at the end of the Martin Jones era. And obviously... You know, look at the the wheels were starting to fall off, but I I think Martin Jones kind of killed them a little bit when you know um, during the regular season. Uh, obviously, look in the playoffs, Martin Jones had some bangers in the playoffs, but um, but he he was the weak link on this team in its dying gasps of compatibility. That's that's my thoughts. Um. Uh... Yeah, like obviously, and you know, Hot Wheels uh, 84, you know, GMs are hoping that they can get the Jones that led the Sharks to the finals. Like that's what everyone's looking for, obviously, is the guy um, that will get you there. And again, like I will, I will be the first to admit Martin Jones had some, some banger of uh, games in the playoffs. Um, but I just feel like, you know, again, uh, I don't want to rehash old stuff, but I, I just feel like he was the weak link on and dying gasps of, of what was a competitive sharks team so there you go uh anything else again i don't know how much longer i want to do this but uh if you guys have anything else you want to talk about i mean look at there's <laughs> what is there to talk about at this point i feel like we could just like rehash everything it's like ooh, what's the latest trade rumors well it's the same shit that it's been timo meyer to you know new jersey or enter team here um 
Ricky, uh, would I take a first for Barabanov if someone came for him along the lines of a Goodrow trade? Yeah, look, if, you, if you're going to give me a first for, for, for Barbie, I'm taking that every day and twice on Sunday. I like Barbie a lot, but uh, a first is a first, people. Um, I think that a first would be an absolute coup for Barbie. So yeah, I, would, I wouldn't even hesitate to take that. Um, and I like, look at, I like Barbie, but a first round pick's a first round pick. And I think if you gave us a first round pick for, for Barbie, you're overpaying. So I would take that every day. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, PJ 48. Uh, thanks for the show. Ian $5 super chat. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate all of you. Um, Ricky asking, do I think uh, General Manager Mike Greer made a mistake signing so many guy factory guys in the offseason and pushing us right up to that contract limit? Yeah, I understand what I understood what he was doing, um, but I absolutely. Yeah, I don't I don't like the way that the, the Sharks look at the Sharks. didn't get a great trade for for. Brent Burns, and then to put the icing on the cape, cake, sorry, cape, <laughs> uh, he signed guys that were just, you know, like he just kind of used that cap space really quizzically. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understood what he was doing. He wanted to make it hard for the kids to get up here and do stuff because I think last year some guys were kind of thrown to the wolves um, because they had no other option, right? Um, I think a guy like Nick Malosh is a great example of that. You know, a guy who was just thrown to the wolves, thrown way over his head uh, into the deep end. Um, for a show that you know, for 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 a team that was kind of in shambles, and I I understand the Sharks didn't want that to happen this year, um, but no, I still I there's a lot of guys on this team, uh, and a lot of guys that are getting you know a lot of guys that have been called up now. Like if if you trade Timo Meyer and your first call up is CJ Cease again, like I am gonna go ballistic on this show. Like that's just all there is to it. Cause I think at some point I understand the Barracuda are in a run for, for the playoffs, but uh, at some point I think you have to reward some of these kids. Uh, you know, William Eklund's been on an absolute tear. Um, I don't, I think there's been one game in the lap in the past 20 ish where he's been without a point. Um, you know, Thomas Bortolo has been great all season. William Eklund's really come on. I know a couple of weeks ago when I was on the Pucknologists with AJ, you know, when he was asking, you know, what's the hero of the week? And William Eklund was mine. Uh, and I think it was frankly deserved. Like at some point, William Eklund and Thomas Bortolo should be in teal to, to end the season. Once things are, you know, once, once guys get moved on from and 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 there's holes to fill i think that's when you start hopefully seeing some of those guys um what were his worst signings um i like nico sturm um lindblom yeah i look at lindblom i don't think um lindblom hasn't really worked out right i think mike greer kind of tried to do a little a little of the, the, the Doug Wilson reclamation um, magic. And I 
think in some cases it didn't really work out. I think Lindblom was a noble, it was a noble failure, I think. Um, but obviously in hindsight, like that, not, not great. Right. Um, I think like, again, I, I, I have liked guys individually. I just think that when you have guys like you just have a lot of the same guy or just a lot of guys that don't really do anything. Um, it's and it's you. So what you end up doing is pushing guys up further in the lineup than they should be. Um, like Nick Benino is a guy who I think has just benefited from the chasm between the the Tomas Hurdle, Timo Myers of the world, and your Svechnikovs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's how I feel. I I yeah. So Lindblom, I think is it's it, it's a noble failure. I, I, I'm not going to get too upset about that. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, man. I, I Again, like, I, I, I like people, right? <laughs> like, I, as much as I like to come on here and, and, and get mad, like, I just, I, you want to see people do well. And I think Lindblom, again, like, Lindblom's like a great story. And you wish that sometimes great stories would have a, a better ending than what we've had for, for Lindblom here. Um, it's this year, this year, the sharks, we knew what the sharks were doing. So I'm curious to see, like, I want to see what Mike Greer does going forward. Um, cause I, 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 I understand, I understand what they're doing this year. Um, what concerns me is is are these are the moves he made last summer a sign of this year or are they just a sign of of what's to come if they're a sign of what's to come that concerns me greatly um but yeah yeah i don't know um yeah you know uh greer didn't really sign any needle movers in either direction yeah so far so far look at it's it's been the mike greer's um general manager tenure so far has been very whelming um i'm not really super excited about anything he's done um but i'm not super angry either i think in hindsight you know would you like to get more for brent burns yeah i i think that that is a miss but i do like you know they picked up mackie niemi in that trade and i've i've been really happy with that pickup um but i think for how much cap the sharks ate you probably wanted more um wow okay yeah pj48 um uh my brother had earrings uh sarcoma maybe 30 years ago they gave him a three to five percent survival rate while he was treated at stanford uh treatment has gotten better for it but it's an amazing yeah it's an amazing story man and i i uh that's scary man i don't envy anyone who has to go through that um whether it be for themselves a loved one or or anything like that, right? Like, obviously, you want people, you want people to be healthy and happy. That's that's all I want. Um, Ricky saying, uh, yeah, look at Magna. Look at the Magna trade. Like, again, I'm not jumping for joy for the Magna trade, but but getting a fourth, um, but getting a fourth for Magna uh, was was great. Uh, you know, I was I was high on that move when it happened, and I'm still high on. It. I think they sold way high on Magna. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy there for sure. Um, we got a couple more questions in, and then uh, I think I am going to uh, put this to bed. We'll see if I can end the show better than I started it, because 
I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna play with. I'm gonna play with uh, YouTube Studio when uh, I finish the show and figure out exactly what went wrong. Because I don't know how I ended up being on uh, on the air. Terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Uh, yeah, we got we had a we had a poll in the chat too. Um, best acquisition so far: Isimont Svechnikov and uh, went away on me. Uh, Benning or McDonald? I'm curious to see. I, I am curious to see how that goes. Um, any more moves for the CUDA for the stretch before the stretch run? I, I would not be... Sh look, I think the Sharks are obviously going to have to take on players to make any deal work. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up like a, a guy who could help the CUDA uh, on their stretch run going down to the playoffs. Again, uh, Barracuda... You know, only two points or four points behind Bakersfield, two points if they hold on to their lead. Um, and, you know, I, that's that's been exciting. I've actually really enjoyed um, the Barracuda of late um, because of the, the stretch run. Like, obviously, you know, <laughs> the Pacific Division playoffs is, is a little funny because I think there's 10 teams in the Pacific and seven get in. So it's not like um, making the playoffs is like a, a sign of super greatness but um it's it's nice to have something to cheer for right um am i worried about co or wise blatt no no look um maybe co a little bit um wise blatt not so much wise blatt i like i think wise blatt it depends what your expectations are for Ozzy. Um, I think Ozzy's a guy who's going to be just really annoying to play against and who could probably chip in some goals. I don't have big expectations for Ozzy Weisblatt in the NHL. Um, I think he's going to be a, a, a sandpaper guy who can, you know, give you a little bit of help on the offense. Um, the Barracuda have a lot of that guy. Um... They, they have that guy. They have so many of that guy. Um, so I'm not too worried about Weisblatt. Look, the, the turning pro is super tricky, right? Like going from playing junior hockey to pro, um, when you you go from playing against kids as young as, you know, 16, 17 to playing against men, um, there's an adjustment there. Um, and I think it's been something that, you know, a lot of guys, they, they come in and they, you know, they, they have to try and earn their way into the lineup. Um, and again, like Barracuda have a lot of guys that play the game that I think that Ozzy Weisblatt excels at. Um, you know, so I think it's it's tricky for... it's it's I think it's tricky for him. But uh, to, to, to answer the question, no, I'm not worried yet. I Again, it's his first year of, of pro hockey. Um again like some guys some guys take a little bit to come on um and i think that in the off season we'll probably see moves for the barracuda as well to make room for for guys like guys ozzy weisblatt to further solidify themselves in the lineup and um no i i think i think it's too early for for weisblatt brandon Coe, on the other hand i mean he's had a he's had a little bit of of pro hockey experience obviously during the lockout um but again i always get you know this is his first full season pro so i always get a little I always get a little nervous about writing guys off in their first pro season, right? Um, but if you had to, if you ask me who I'm more concerned with, I'm probably more concerned with Colton Weisblatt at this point. 
Um, yeah. Uh, would I resign Gadjevich? Um, yeah, I don't. Maybe depends on who else is like still on the team. I have to go through the the, the thing and see like what other moves they make. I think Gadjevich is a perfectly serviceable bottom six player. Um, I don't know. I it depends on who's left. Um, maybe I, I know that's the worst answer. Maybe. Um, yeah, but does Gadjevich make too much money? Yeah, sure does. Um, yeah, Andy, man, you know, in the chat here, uh, hey, Andy, uh, turning pro is tough. Uh, turning ho heading into COVID game times is in, yeah, it is an entirely different level of challenge. And the guys that came through that, the draft in that time frame are on a different path than most truth. Uh, and that's the other thing too, right? Like the, the, the we're going to go back and, and look at this little span of history that we just lived through. Um, and I think it's going to be fascinating to see how, how guys were affected by that because, you know, again, like some of these guys got like a handful of pro games. Some of these guys didn't play at all, um, during that time. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, again, I give all those guys a ton of credit for, for what they've, uh, played through. Um, but I am going to lose my voice if we continue this. Uh, so I appreciate everyone being here. I apologize for this show being kind of a clusterfuck, but it's me. I don't think you would have it any other way. Um, I appreciate for all of you guys, you know, helping me out in the chat and keeping me talking. I, I We've minimized the dead air. Will I go back and listen to the show? Probably never. But you guys showed up. You guys are the real heroes here. Um, let's see if I can get this out of here uh, properly. If you miss the show, you can always catch us on the YouTube channel. You can like, subscribe, hit the bell, hit us up on all the social media. If you are watching this after the fact and you want to tell me how terrible I am at running this shit when I do it, hit me up in the comments, man. I want to hear your hate. Uh, if you have exception to anything that I've said this game, hit me up in the comments. Love it. Um, but other than that, I do appreciate you guys all being here um, and... We will see you again after the next game. Hopefully not me by myself. Uh, that's it.